0: Welcome to this week's episode of eSports Wrap, I'm your host Michael Armagon for another fun-filled and educational episode talking about video games and eSports and all the like in between. So this week it's just me by myself, I don't have any guests, no co-hosts, but we are going to be talking about a fairly interesting topic, at least one that's interesting to me, especially given the games that's been coming out recently. And that's the topic of the open world concept versus the closed world sandbox concept. And as always, you know, guys, if you're, if you're coming inside here, don't feel, well, don't hesitate to click follow, to click like, to um, subscribe, whatever it is that you, you do. Um, if you're on YouTube, you know, click that uh, little bell next to subscribe as well to make sure that you get any updates for as, as we go live or any uh of the uploads that we do. Now that being said, let's actually get into what the differences are between open world concept games and closed world concept games. And this is actually a fairly important one, at least in uh, my my mind. And the part about it is, well, (laughs) how should we say this? Closed world is what we've known for generations. This is where games started. granted now when people started making games it wasn't really they didn't consider it as a closed world concept they considered it as a means for people to just play games and the whole entire closed world concept came in only once open world started to become a talk an open world on the other hand is when you are pretty much free to move around um, and explore the world in more than just say stages let's let's use stages in an example uh let's use soul caliber six Let, let's go you know further back uh even super smash bros those are stages those are sets that you you play the game in there's nothing really more than this even if you go back to things like james bond the original james bond games even though you're moving around in this area it's still just that area so if let's say you start off with a game and you are taking out some spies that are on a ship i'm looking at certain i'm thinking about a certain ps2 game um i'm not going to name it right now though but essentially you are to take out those persons on the ship your world does not move past that ship that's it like that is your closed world environment sure you can go up and down the ship you can do stuff on the ship. You can go in. you start off in the water, so on and so on. But you don't end up on land. You don't end up at another country. You don't end up on another ship. It's stationary to just that. Open world takes it from that and allows you to move across a county into uh, a different state, a different country, on a plane, on a boat. You know, you can actually travel, things like that. Is what makes open world open world and for those that are fairly new to games and whatnot if you've heard of games like red dead redemption 2 which is a, one of the more recent games uh or even breath of the wild which is zelda breath of the wild is a game on nintendo switch those are open world concept games and those are important for the simple fact that these allow you to move the story at your own pace essentially you can go about crafting you can go about doing your own thing you can travel pretty much anywhere you don't have a set storyline that you must follow uh let's use kirby as an example even the most recent kirby game that came out uh you still have to go in a very linear map kind of way to actually move through the story and i think that one's kirby all-stars if i remember correctly but You can't jump ahead to say, I want to go to this particular fight first. like you can with Zelda or you can with Red Dead, though. I will admit Red Dead and Zelda certain things are only unlockable after certain things. But that doesn't stop you from actually venturing there, unlocking it on your map and exploring, crafting, hunting things and doing things again at your own pace. Now, some people have an issue, well, an issue as to when open world concepts really came about and <laughs> to to a degree, it does become a little confusing simply because the text based games like Ultima Online and, um, you know, Colossus Cave Adventure and so on and so forth, they actually started off with you being able to explore an entire world in a text based game very similar to uh tabletop games except it allowed you to actually like say you want to go left then right you wanted to open up a chest get a sword from the chest or leave the sword and move on so on and so forth and granted when i played those games (laughs) i did get bored after about three hours of just trying to remember and look back at chat make sure i'm moving correctly so i'm not ending up in some swamp somewhere or this out on the next and i mean it had its charm don't get me wrong text-based mmos have its charm but it just doesn't compare to me anymore like in today's day and age i would much rather instead stick with a tabletop game with someone being the game master or dungeon master whatever you want to call them and them dictating how we actually move about this world instead of having to scroll back scroll 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 okay so i started off here this is the city that i'm in okay i gotta remember this i I already went and went that way i need to turn around so on and so forth but i i personally don't consider those open world games i consider those in its own genre because that's essentially what it is it's its own kind of genre and so when you actually get to graphical games that are open world even that isn't clear cut which is unfortunate um, for example we have game informer saying that idalied and legend of zelda from 1986 were among the first open world games Along with Ultima, which I mentioned being taxed. IGN apparently traced the roots of open-world game design to Legend of Zelda, which it argued that the first really good game based on exploration. Which it was and it still is even up to today. It's just Breath of the Wild has taken it one step further and Sure, you can run up to the edge of the map inside these games and actually like glitch through and stuff like that if you know how to do it. But for the most part, these games don't seem to have an end. And that's the whole point of it. You can travel and travel and travel and travel and travel and it'll take you a long, long time before you hit some uh, mountain or some endless vast of water that stop you from really moving forward now sure there are places that you can maybe jump through and whatnot and then you'll get blocked by some unforeseeable force like i'm thinking world of warcraft right now (laughs) but they are still there and for the most part these are you can travel a long time and that's the point like i'm saying and my voice cracked just there that's really that cool but Apparently, you know, Mercenary has been as, cited as the first open-world 3D action-adventure game. Uh, there's ones like Turbo Esprit, Alternative Reality of the City, Wasteland, uh, Terminator, Adventures of Robin Hood, Hunter, uh, the first... I, some people consider uh, Super Smash... Sorry, Super Mario th- um, 64, which was made in 1996. Based on it being the 3D open-end free-roaming world, which had been rarely seen in 3D games before then. And 1UP actually considers Sega's uh, Shinemu, which is from 1999, as to be the um, originator of the open city subgenre. Touted as a full reactive eyes entertainment game giving players the freedom to explore an expansive sandbox city with its own night and day cycles. That's another thing about it. Open world changed a lot of stuff because of how things were interactive. And in today's day and age, this means that NPCs are a lot more responsive. They seem to react based on what you're doing. And sure, there are closed versions of games that that do this as well. But open world, the, the concept behind it is that things that you do have consequences as well it's not just hey uh i can move around you have night and day cycles you have storms you have uh npcs that (laughs) if you mess with someone's cousin in a different like state or town or whatever that can have repercussions somewhere else inside your story where someone will probably come after you because you killed someone's cousin Or their spouse, or their kid, or you ran over their dog, you kicked their dog. Early 2000 meme. Late 1990. Anyway. The point that I'm getting at is that games on a whole have changed a lot. And with that, other things have been coming about. And That's why people have been raving about games like Red Dead Redemption, which is based in the old West coming to uh, industrial era of the United States. You can quite literally travel all across a map, even though admittedly it does have its bounds. So it's not as open world as some might like it to be. But the thing about it is there's no fast travel in this game. Unlike games like Spider-Man that came out recently as well. Spider-Man is open city concept. You can travel anywhere you like across the city, but you can't cross the bridge to go over to New Jersey or anywhere like that. The game actually stops you. You can't go forward. You try to go on a car. It will knock you off the car, essentially. And, or, you know, you start to get fatigued. The point is, Open world has different concepts, even within the open world genre of games, where you have smart sandboxes, smart cities, smart worlds, and going back to Red Dead Redemption 2, the concept, and I'm going to, I'm going to continue to switch between Red Dead and Spider-Man for this example. Spider-Man, you can actually start off and at some point you unlock the ability to fast travel, either to your home, to the lab, or across different places on the map using the subway system which is great because you know if you really want to get somewhere across if you're at the very top of the map and you want to get down to the bottom of the map within five minutes you the only way to do that is if you use the subway otherwise it's going to take you about 10 minutes to 15 minutes just to get down there and that's a lot of time just wasting web swimming swinging away unless that's your thing and red dead redemption 2 There is no real fast travel other than from your camp to select certain locations, which typically are towns. Once you're in a town, you pretty much got to run back either on your horse or on your foot back to your camp. If you want to get back to camp or anywhere else, there is no fast travel other than that. And that's odd in a game like this. Quite literally, it's come to the point where I was playing with Chris and Duan, uh, two of my co-hosts, uh, since the game launched. I, I started off one of the, I started off last, was it last week Friday, week before last Friday, playing it on stream with uh, everybody, and I'll probably do it again this Friday. But the point that I'm getting at is. While Chris was enjoying the game and its story, and actually going through things, Dwan and at least, admittedly myself to a certain point, were getting tired of having to continuously run around just to move between places that will take you 15 minutes just to get to. There's no cutscenes. There's no like just to do a mission that is. But literally 15 minutes worth of riding on a horse away, and you're riding with someone else, like an NPC, and it takes you 15 minutes just to get to the point where you actually do the mission? That's unnecessary. I mean, I get the point that you want to do open world. Sure. Great. But at the same point, the game also has cutscenes where they take you forward or take you back to camp. And I wish there were more that took me back to camp than just left me there like 30 minutes away from, you know, camp just because we decided to ride all over the flipping place. But therein comes the problem with open world because it's so vast and expansive, you can quite literally get lost as well. And unless you know how to read maps and actually like know how to cut across planes and stuff like that it can become an issue not only that when you get to side missions sometimes they're not so easily clear cut and because you're able to travel everywhere that also becomes yet another issue because then you find these side missions that are happening you do them you spend time doing that and it takes you forever to actually finish the game Then you have games like. How should I put it? World of Warcraft. World of Warcraft is always continuously changing. They're adding new regions almost every expansion. So the world is never really changing. Quite literally, two expansions ago, they had people go into space. And before. Well. I shouldn't even say... Yeah, they had people go into space, travel through a dimension rift into to another planet, which isn't exactly unique. They've done it before as well. But at the same point, how much is open world actually open world? At which point does open world become too much? At which point does being closed world actually become a benefit and i actually do think that closed world concepts sometimes do have a fundamental upper leg on open world because the games are clear cut thanks for the like cedric uh but like i said the closed world concepts are clear cut you follow up a set story you follow a set map and you just do the missions, you fight these people, you help these people, you do these things, and it pushes you along in the story. And that's great. Hey, Elko, welcome to the stream. <laughs> How you doing today, man? Um, But like I'm saying, like let's use Soul Calibur 6 as an example for this. literally it comes to the point where i can easily go inside there open up the game and i know this is a fighting game i'm gonna go in here and i'm going to progress the storyline so i can actually unlock some characters maybe or you know just beat the story uh which seems to be quite tiered but it's still set you know you beat this person you get a little bit of story you beat this person you get a little bit more that's how it progresses and you have an end you don't get sidetracked with other stuff unless you're going into a different mode and that's your prerogative like that's that's fine um then you've got spider-man where quite literally as you're trying to reach your destination for a mission some thugs are mugging some store or robbing some place and stuff like that and so you now have to take the time either you will like don't do anything and you just keep going towards your mission. Well, you take the time and actually stop them so that, you know, that part of the story gets finished off faster so you don't have to deal with these thugs anymore. Um, So it's... It gets time consuming, but then sometimes that's the point. Sometimes you just want to get away. And closed-end games, open-end games, have a little differentiation with that. Alka is saying, I'm doing really well, thankfully, just enjoying my day of voting and such. Hope things are going well on your. Things are going well on this and, well, and Alka. I was not able to vote because I'm in the Bahamas and, um, you know, it's a little harder for me to vote here, but I'm glad you went out. For those who did go out and vote, awesome. I I say kudos. I hope you voted well and you didn't take any particular bias towards anything and you voted the way you wanted to vote. So I'm not gonna get political with it. I'm just gonna leave it right there. Um that said uh Alka, what's your thoughts on the whole open world versus closed world concept? <laughs> yeah, some people did get free stickers. I know some guy on Twitter is actually drawing like the little sticker things for people if they voted. Somewhere like google it there's there's already a news article about it but getting back onto the topic as well then you have red dead which takes it a step further you're you're riding somewhere and a stranger comes along along hey welcome to the stream best guild if i remember correctly you are i know i've seen you on the stream before You don't have anything you don't have anything on your stuff but welcome back i know i've seen you before so i'm just gonna say welcome back we just got some cheers folks from alka alka hundred biddies. thank you for that dude and yeah i know it's it's an open-ended question that is why i asked it that way uh why do you prefer open over closed, though and best guild you know you can answer this too open world versus closed world games which one do you prefer and why me personally i i like open world simply because and i'm getting to this with the red dead part as well i like the fact that i can be traveling somewhere some and they call them strangers in the game will shout out or essentially there's some little mini event that's happening either someone needs help um some events happening uh or someone like what happened to me last night someone called me over said they needed help i was about to let them get onto the back of my horse and then they tried to steal my horse from me so <laughs> they actually yanked me off of my horse started riding away um that didn't end well for them but it's little random things like that that can happen that add a little elements to the game that i wasn't expecting and bring stories to the game like i've quite literally seen a portion of the game that neither chris nor dwan have ever seen before and that was a cross there okay admittedly in red dead redemption 2 there are little mini events that sometimes happen randomly in secret locations and some of them involve the kkk the most one that i've seen is one that's happening inside the woods where they get they light the cross on fire and then end up getting burnt alive and dying what i found was them trying to lift a cross up seemingly to get it ready to do something very similar only for it to fall on them and kill them which no one else has seemingly seen like I, I haven't seen anyone else with that as of yet. So that's a thing. You can quite literally find things that no one else has seen inside these worlds if you go looking far enough. Anyway. So yeah, essentially that's what happens. And it it was weird. Like. Oh, Alka, I had said uh Alka's asking that he well said that he missed my follow-up question, and my question was you prefer open-to-closed world. Why is that? Why do you prefer open world? Um, but yeah, that was weird just simply for the fact that I the stream was still going. Uh, even on Facebook and YouTube and stuff like that. So I don't know what happened to it. But, okay, Bess, why do you prefer open world? Like, that's what I want to know as well. Open world seems to be the preferred choice for a lot of people. <laughs> because it's random af as f okay i and alka's saying because i enjoy the fact that it's not like dot dot and i'm pretty sure he's going to come back with a response hey thank you Mi- thank you mikey brown for following Uh it's not like a fixed railing experience you know that makes sense and that's what i like as well with uh games like red dead exactly it's not what you have to follow a, a, a trail of quests and do it in a particular order but i mean admittedly sometimes that's a good thing especially when things are yes exactly you make it your own game alco but admittedly sometimes having it as your own game like i mentioned earlier it can derail you like dwan for example did not know that in red Dead, and one's probably gonna hit me for this that the white quests were side missions and the yellow ones were main story ones. Um so she spent a lot of time doing side stuff that she could have done sometime else. And admittedly that's Red Dad's fault, not so much the open world concept. Um, because they didn't they don't really have a really good tutorial other than the one you have to buy. But bypassing that. The fact that it still is side stuff that happens with these strangers and cougars coming out of the random blue and attacking you or deers and goats ramming you off a cliff like it's it's unexpected death essentially oh thank you mikey brown for the heart and pizza i love my pizza and i love my hugs right back at you dude um Alka's is saying that when it comes down that's where it comes down to execution of open world environment you can do it right and you can do it wrong and Bess is saying also in open world games there's our stuff to do even after finishing the main story and that's true these same side missions and like random stuff that happens and deaths that come from ranging like goats that want to knock you off of cliffs or you know Other random stuff that, you know, the game just wants to screw you over. Then these things can still happen even outside of you finishing off the story. It's, it is up to you. Sometimes you can get derailed based on how distracted you are. And admittedly, sometimes these events, once you've triggered the being nearby them, they're one time. Like, so if you ignore them, that can be something that can are you for example there was a lady that her horse died and i was trying to give her a ride back to town i messed up took too long to like bring my horse over and she started walking back with her limp because it, the horse landed on her foot and um you know i, I my relationship with that npc she doesn't like me whenever i see her in town anymore because i i didn't help her out um and then there are things like there'll be uh people who escape from jail and they'll be like hey shoot these uh chains off of me so i can like move about better and then they'll give you tips about which houses to hit and get money from and stuff like that but if you don't do that that's pretty much uh, a chance to get money gone for the rest of the game because they're not going to come back they're not going to continuously show up they're one-time events uh let's see what's happening inside the chat uh alka saying also in terms of being derailed i don't think you can be derailed if there's no, no railing to follow fair point uh the best guild is saying speaking in terms of open world wrong Will Ubisoft ever make an open world game where I don't have to climb a tower over and over to unlock the map? (laughs) No. (laughs) Honestly, I don't know what Ubisoft is doing with that kind of stuff. I, I will admit, Assassin's Creed is a wonderful open world game that I think they've done right and Garden, they've mastered it um, within the different portfolios that they've done with similar games like Assassin's Creed. Assassin's Creed, by the way, does form follow a set formula that other Ubisoft games follow. And because people saw how Assassin's Creed did in popularity, a lot of people have followed the same kind of guidelines. Then again, you've got places like Red Dead and Spider-Man that take things a little differently or like breath of the wild as well that take things vastly differently and still give you that open world concept so whether ubisoft will do it i actually don't think so i think they're going to stick with this assassin's creed kind of uh open world concept for a lot at least for another two or three years um i think by then assassin's creed would probably start to go down in people's eyes it's already been going down depending on the version um, I believe Odyssey is one of the more popular ones that's come out overall uh, more so than I can't believe I actually forgot even though I have it um... crap anyway yeah the fact that I can't remember it is already bad enough <laughs> Origins, thank you, thank you. That is it. It was Origins. Um, And, you know, I enjoyed Origins to a degree, but at at certain points, it gets monotonous. And that's one of the things as well with open world. If things are, if you're able to freely roam, they, they typically allow things to respawn as well. And if I clear out somewhere that's like, my enemy Forthold. I don't want to see that come back. I just want that to be gone. In a closed world game, I take out someone; they're gone. I don't have to worry about them like that anymore. Alka, if you ever need another guest on the show, by the way, just let me know a few days in advance, and I'd love to join. That one day, poof—they're gone forever. I'm <laughs> straight. Alka, I'll take you up on that. Um. You know i would sure i mean if you want to come on the show uh just let me know which one of the shows you want to be on esports rap or more tuck and you can do this have you on as a guest not a problem at all it could actually be fun <laughs> but um yeah this holds a hold open world concept here's here's the thing and I, i'm going to quote this right now in 2017 the open world design of legend of zelda breath of the wild has been described by critics as being revolutionary and by developers as the a paradigm shift open world design in contrast to the more structured approach approach of open most open world games breath of the wild features a large and fully interactive world that is generally unstructured and rewards the exploration and manipulation of its world. Inspired by the original 1986 Legend of Zelda, the open world Breath of the Wild integrates multiplicative gameplay where objects react to the player's actions and the objects themselves also influence one another. Along with the physics engine, the game's open world also integrates a chemistry engine which governs the physical properties of certain objects and how they relate to each other rewarding experimentation nintendo calls it well this particular design open air and i think this is where most open world games are going to start taking a look you can kind of see it with red dead um, where you know actions happen you do something it can trigger something else but red dead still has its bugs like I literally found one the other night where a mountain lion that you know was supposed to be fought in the dark, I went into the light, came back, and it's just standing there, and I was able to aim and shoot it. And kill. But things like that, it should have followed me out there. You know, real world open world where everything happens. Uh Let's look at Legend of Zelda, Breath of the Wild that thing would have chased me and um red Dead took another kill out of uh, breath of the wild as well when it comes to snow cat peaks when i get too cold i either need to warm up next to a fire or eat something spicy and then that boosts up my health and i don't really well boost up my warmth red Dead has something similar and so the fact that you're seeing these comparisons between what critics in 2017 hailed as the the top tier open world concept and it's starting to make its way into other games by other developers that also means that open world the concept is still evolving whereas closed world unfortunately it's pretty much a closed concept uh some can argue spider-man is closed i say it's open city because it's it's non-linear you can do things you can do side missions as you please Um and so it's to me it's it's open city. But those worlds, you much like what Elka was saying, much like what Bess was saying, you know, these things have set guides. You you have to follow them. You can't stray. Uh you can maybe go back and do something, but you can't jump ahead and do something else unless you're bugging out the game. And know that's not always a good thing um i mean let's use god of war as an example as well one of the best games probably out of this year uh and it's probably one of the contenders for game of the year to be quite honest but god of war you can quite literally travel. it's not fully open world but it's open world enough where you can travel around and fight things as you want sure there's a storyline that you still have to follow and whatnot but once you get to certain points you can travel around so it's it's kind of like a hybrid in my opinion it's closed world and that you have to follow a story but open world that you can still move around and do other stuff that's after a certain point actually i would i would more lean that God of war is closed world what do you guys think Yeah, Alka saying his brother's a huge fan of God of War. Is curious as to why I'd call it closed world. Well, um, and Bess is saying that it, it. Bess, are you saying that it's closed world or it's like a hybrid of both? And Alka, the reason why I'm saying it's it's more like a hybrid but closer to closed is that you. Thank you for following I'm Bad Like You. Uh, Welcome to the cookie pack. But the reason why I call it like that, Alka, is... Well, let's, let's actually start off... Okay, so we have another person saying it's closed world. You start off the game, and you pretty much have to follow a set guide. It's a little... There's wiggle room. But it's not exactly free space so that's why i say it's after a certain point uh let's see f plus l is um no i don't i don't i'm sorry dude i i don't can you lie to me what f plus l is but Yeah, so what I'm saying is, God of War starts off with you starting out of very little wiggle room. It's only at the later parts of the game where you can travel around to different places that it's more, you know, you can move around. But even then, once you get there, you still have to follow set guides. You can't move around the world and do whatever you want, however you want. Hmm. And then, what's my opinion on Horizon Zero Dawn? Uh I would say Vault X crazy How do you kidnap children? I wow Alka. Alka says very carefully I I am not condoning the <laughs> I, I do not condone the kid, kidnapping of children. Um If I had to answer that though, that would be my answer. Like I I don't know. I, I can't really answer that one. <laughs> um Wow in a van. Okay, so you're Okay, so best guild is the person that's going around in a white van saying, "Hey kids, let's this you want some candies or see some puppies." Gotcha. Um, but to answer the question about Horizon Dawn, uh, I see that one almost like open world. It leans more towards the open world experience. Your van is pink. <laughs> okay, you and your hot pink van. Okay, <laughs> more power to you, man. I- I'm not gonna. I'm not going uh, <laughs> to shame you in your pink van. Whatever gets you... Uh, whatever is your thing, man. But... Yeah. I, I I see Horizon Dawn more so as open world, in a sense. Uh, but... It's, it's very similar, in a sense, also to monster hunter if that makes any sense or even like destiny 2 like you can roam about the place and it's it's still a stage in my opinion so in that regards it's okay so use this as a comparison destiny 2 has worlds that you can pretty much go on and you can move about certain maps on that world you you can't travel the entire world because they just simply haven't developed it but for the parts that they have developed oh sorry about that they have maps and so you can travel within the map um however you please so on and so forth you can even fast travel in between monster hunter world is one island with different stages you've got a jungle you've got a swamp you've got a desert you've got a volcano area and like all these different areas have like it can take you about 10 to 15 minutes to travel from one side of it to the next if you're running um but to move between them it's not seamless you would have to actually like catch up uh a balloon there or run or, you know, some other mode of transport that does a cutscene and moves you over to that stage. And part of open world, the real open world, is that seamless transition that you don't really have a loading screen. Things just happen naturally. And that's where things like Spider Man come in. And that's why Spider Man's more like an open city kind of concept because things just happen without you actually having to load them, it just happens. Red Dead is very similar. Pretty much the only stuff it loads is cutscenes, and then like loading up the the side, well, the, the main mission for you after that or whatnot. Um, some people Alka do consider open world e- meaning no loading screens. Um, so looking at Wikipedia, <laughs> they say that. Open world is a virtual world in which the player can explore and approach objectives freely as opposed to a world with more linear gameplay. Uh, Games like Grand Theft Auto have set this as a standard. Um, Games with open or free-roaming worlds typically lack the invisible walls or loading screens common to linear level designs. Generally, open world games still enforce many restrictions in the game environment because either... uh, of the absolute technical limitations in-game limitations imposed, <clears throat> sorry, I don't know what's going on with my voice today, or in-game limitations imposed by a game's linearity. Um, examples of high level of autonomy in computer games can be found in massive multiplayer games like WoW, or single-player games adhering to the open world concepts such as the Fallout series. Wow, I did not. Are you saying I smoked weed, alcohol Like I, it has nothing to do with smoking at all. No, 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 no. It has nothing to do with that. <laughs> I'm not getting into the weed debate, guys. Ah, <laughs> uh, that stuff is illegal here in the Bahamas, and unless you are a medical patient and you know I, i'm just not gonna get into that but yeah back to horizon dawn zero thank you elko i actually have not played it but i've seen my friend and my co-host chris play it he was going on and on and on about that game when it first came out and that's why i say it leans more towards open world than anything else i don't believe it's not i don't believe it's 100 percent open world But it's very close to it. Um, And it leans to me more towards like that Destiny 2 and Monster Hunter World vibe where you can explore for a lot, but you still need to transition into stuff. I could be wrong, but that's what I saw. Um, I mean, do let me know if it's if it's different. He says Hor- Horizon doesn't have loading screens or transitions. Uh Horizon is one game with a bunch of baby open worlds. Yeah, see that's what I mean. Like, it's in my mind, it's closer to like what Monster Hunter World does. Yes, they have the transitions where you have to move between like camp and another place or from another place and move back to camp. But it's a more of a It's more open world than that, but it has those same kind of little areas that you get to, if that makes sense. That's why I say it leans to me more towards the open world concept than anything else and more so than those games, but it reminds me of them. Um, if you were to compare that to something like breath of the wild, though, I, I mean, horizon dawn, I get the feeling that it's more of, it's not quite there, but then again, that's top tier. And Horizon Dawn is top tier in its own right as well, especially when it comes to graphics and gameplay. But what I mean by open top tier is the actual open world environment. Where, you know, there is you just run and just run and 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 run, and you pretty much never hit anything unless you hit some mountain that you can climb, but literally climb either up or down. And you know, they're, if you go down too much, well, you're probably going to die. Um, go up too high, you're probably going to run out of stamina, fall to your death, and then die. Or get to the top, and it probably is going to end up being cold. And so you may die <laughs> if you get too cold. But, I mean, those are... Those, them's the breaks. Them's their the breaks. And... Open world has a really nice feel to it. Like, I am. Don't get me wrong, guys, it does. Aside from getting distracted by just being open world and being able to do any and everything, spending. The fact that you can spend time and just go fishing, that you can go hunting, that you don't necessarily need to fight anybody unless you're really waiting for it, unless they try to sneak up on you with it. Those are really nice factors into it. And. The whole thing behind open world to me. It's there to take you away from the experience that you were having. In the real world. Open world is supposed to be your getaway. It's supposed to be your other world. If that makes sense. Closed world games on the other hand. They're good. Good waste time they're good to get better at stuff especially if you do tournaments and stuff like that you know you can you can spend time working on that bettering yourself bettering your precision your accuracy um your response time sure if the, but those are if you're a professional or you're aiming to go pro if you're just a random joe blow well i mean that's that's just how you get your stress out on one level But if you really just want to take it to the next level Fishing when you don't have a fishing rod, you don't even live by the sea Or a lake or anything like that That's perfect Go hunting without actually the risk of getting attacked Or hurt That's perfect You know It's It's the small things that allow you To do things you wouldn't otherwise be able to do That makes open world appealing to a lot of other people that's 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 essentially the point that i'm trying to make here with them sure there's the side missions sure there's the random events but 10 out of like i shouldn't say 10 out of but 7 out of 10 times i would say people will just stop enjoy the scenery go fishing go hunting sure they may be driven By some ulterior motive like trophies or to like get 100% game completion by like finding all the um, little things here and there (laughs) open world as open world has the best glitches uh yeah that is sometimes true red dead quite literally there was someone who had a glitch where his bridge glitched out so when he rode over it he fell under the world and just felt his death Even though he didn't actually die. Which sucks. That would suck. Especially if that happened in a mission. Because then you can't save the game. But you can load bop previously to that. That kind of works out. There's also the difference. Like open world MMOs versus open world single players. I would say it's best when the glitches happen on single player. I mean... Look at the bug that's happening with Red Dead, where you can quite literally get 15,000 gold in a matter of a few minutes. Once you are at a certain place and doing a certain thing. Uh, If that was to happen in online play, I could see some people being bad. So, which is open world, it depends on exactly how it's happening. (laughs) But who oh am I? that isn't to say that I didn't do that like two or three times. I did. I I have quite a lot of like money on me in game single player right now. Not gonna lie. Not gonna lie at all. Um. MMOs still exist in 2018. Yes. What do you think? Uh gta online is gta 5 online that's an mmo it's based off of a single player game but it's an mmo there's other people playing along with you what do you think about fortnite wow uh those are all mmos i mean overwatch uh that's an mmo as well they're not mmo like world of warcraft is which is a role-playing game which many people have like said have come to expect mmo to mean mmo just stands for massive multiplayer online which you know if you have another player with them or you just have a world with a bunch of other people on it you're playing an mmo so yeah those are around i mean super smash bros is gonna be an mmo soon uh with super smash ultimate because it's going to have online play, we can you can fight against other people. That's an MMO. Soul Calibur 6 is an MMO because you can fight against other people. Well, actually, no. That no one's... Actually, I take that back. That's not massive multiplayer. That's just ammo. Multiplayers online. I take that back. Games like WoW, uh, Overwatch, stuff like that. Those are massive. Multiplayers. Actually, no... I'm not sure anymore. like, Because there will be a lot of people playing Smash. There's almost... If you open up a... A room on Souls Calibur 6 to fight other people, you will almost instantaneously get someone. What do you guys think? Are those type of games MMOs as well? Let me know. But... For the most part, that pretty much wraps up this episode of esports. Wait, okay. What type of games, Uh, Games like Super Smash Bros. Ultimate and Soul Calibur 6 where they have the online portions where people can randomly join you. And best, I don't know because Overwatch is an MMO and that's a fighting game. That's a shooter. Uh... yeah super sm- um really you don't consider overwatch an m m o interesting 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 let's see overwatch m m o apparently they overwatch originally considered making an m m o r p g um cross worlds hmm okay yeah you know you're right overwatch is more MOBA than anything and i think that's where a lot of people have things confused because actually yeah you're right i made this argument i made this argument about a year ago where someone didn't see overwatch as a MOBA, and i actually had to explain to them the fact that there are lanes there's it essentially is just a first person version of a laning game like a MOBA. So you're right. You're right. Um, but yeah, we'll we'll talk about this another day. For now, though, that's this week's episode of Esports Wrap. Don't forget, if you missed any part of this episode, we're going to have it up on YouTube and on our website, morecookies, M-O-A-R, cookies.com. Feel free to head out to any of those places. If you've enjoyed this episode, feel free to click follow, like, subscribe. And if you have a chance, especially on YouTube, click that bell. That'll let you know whenever we're online. That'll let you know whenever uh, we upload something new. So that'll always keep you up to date. Feel free to join our Discord to actually have continuing conversations. And um, yeah, esports wrap is... Typically, on Tuesdays at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, we have another show on Thursdays called More Tech that talks about technology at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time as well. And uh, until next time, guys, you take care. And thank you, Elko. I enjoy having you here with me. And thank you, everyone, actually, for who actually like followed and actually like commented i very much appreciate you guys so make sure you come back take care